Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we have been discussing Chapter 9, Rajavidya Rajaguhya Yoga, Yoga of Royal Knowledge and Royal Secret. The Royal Secret Bhagavan revealed is that all visible universe comes from my invisible being. The entire visible universe which you see of things and beings comes from my invisible being, my unmanifest being. Then he said, all things and beings are in me, but I'm not in them. Then he said, in reality, they are also not in me. That was the royal secret. And then obviously he said, my prakriti bring forth this visible universe. The universe that you experience is created by my prakriti. That same prakriti will bring all the beings back to nothingness. In the next cycle, it will send forth the same beings in the universe. The cycle continues perpetually. And you are part of that cycle. So the royal knowledge part is, though there is nothing other than the Supreme Being, His power of Maya creates this world. This Maya is not away from the Supreme Being, and therefore this Prakriti also cannot be away from the Supreme Being. How can I experience that is the royal knowledge. So the royal knowledge is to experience the presence of that invisible being, the unmanifest being, even though it's not perceptible to me. Bhagavan then said that there are people who are devoted to me. They constantly think about me in various ways, whether they consider me the one who is all pervading in this universe or one who considers that I am divided in all beings or they consider all beings are in me. But one way or other, these people are constantly thinking about my presence in everything they do. They say, to them, I become very easily available. But then he said, in this world, there are people who do not recognize me when I'm surrounded in various forms, human form, animal form, plant form. They do not recognize the divinity, which is the underlying principle of that existence. And therefore, they consider they themselves are the only divine beings, the superior beings. And then they consider everything else is inferior. They objectify everything. They consider themselves only to be the divine subject who are conscious of themselves, but other things are nothing but object. They objectify people, they objectify things. And therefore, they think it is okay to do whatever they feel like doing with them. Therefore, their actions become evil, demonic, because they do not consider that the divinity which makes me function as a conscious being is the same divinity is functioning through other person or other thing. They clearly miss the point that I am the all-pervading reality. I, the supreme being, the supreme existence, 
is the reality. They miss that point. They don't realize there is a unity all things and beings. However, we know from Bhagwan's teachings in the previous chapters, Bhagwan said this world is visible world is nothing but prakriti. The prakriti, the manifest world is prakriti. The prakriti is made up of three gunas, sattva, rajas, and tamas. And permutation, combination of these three gunas create this variety in this world. Beings and things and names and forms. So modern science tells us the same thing. It says this visible world which we see is made up only three basic particles. Electron, up quark, and down quark. That's about it. The soup of this three particles, the soup of this three gunas of prakriti, sattvarajan and tamas, manifest in various ways. But I still consider myself to be very unique, even though I'm part of this prakriti. The Bhagavan said, those who miss this point, that this prakriti is the one continuum of the sattvarajas and tamas, and we are just manifestations, just eruptions in that, that molasses as beings. And therefore, we should see the universality in all things and beings. The first set of people we have seen, they're completely ignorant about this fact. They were completely unaware. But not only they were unaware, but they, they thought they knew what their knowledge is, that we are the only supreme beings, Everyone else is nothing but an object, which I can play with, I can deal with, I can destroy it. And then there is a second set of people, Bhagavan said, are well-educated. They have paid their dues, Trayvidyaha. They know all that is to be known. They have clear understanding of how this world functions. Yagnehi istvaha. They have paid their dues. They have done all the practices which need to be done so that they can become efficient and proficient in this world. Somapaha, that they have completed their actions to achieve whatever they want to achieve. However, their goal is just a better life. That's about it. I want to live a better life, whatever it takes. I have the knowledge. I'll use it to earn and enjoy this life. One CNN executive said, learn earn and return. They learn first, make use of that and earn money. Then he actually said return that money. But in this case, it seems like learn, earn and return back to same, same thing again. Learn, earn and return. Learn, earn and return. Then the second set of people, they're clearly knowledgeable, clearly understand the reality, but their goal is very limited to live good life. They want to live good life and that's what they get. But as fruits of their actions exhaust, they perform more actions, the new actions. So that was the goal. As we have seen in Vedic time, the supreme goal was to attain Svargalo. You reach there, you have this ultra-sensuous pleasures, and when your punyas are exhausted, you come back to the mortal world to do that all over again. And then the third set of people Bhagavan has said in last few verses, he said, but there are those who have realized the goal is not to just have a good life, but to have ultimate bliss. Ananyaha chintayantaha maam ye janaha pariyupasate. They have a fixed goal in mind that everything else is temporary. This temporary happiness is not never going to give me the bliss which I'm seeking. 
what we are ultimately seeking is not really happiness. We are seeking bliss. You see, why do you want all this kneeling in your life? I want some happiness. Why do you want happiness? That gives me peace. Let me live in peace is the ultimate goal. So Bhagavan said, those people figured out the living good life is not the end. The end is in achieving the ultimate bliss, unbroken bliss. Ananya e janaha pari They are focused on one thing and one thing alone, how to get that ultimate bliss. Tisam nitya abhiyukta nam yogakshemam vahamiham. And those who are constantly self-controlled, that they are always aware of the distractions outside, there is temptations outside, but they're focused on that goal, that what I want to achieve is the final peace, which is once achieved, cannot be broken. Bhagavan said, I take care of the yoga and shema. I take care of what they need to achieve because they had been practicing on this path of spiritual evolution. So they have come somewhere in that path. So there is a long way to go. You are at a milestone. But the milestone is not your final destination. My standard example, I am going on a New Jersey turnpike. My goal is to go to New York, but I find a very nice rest house. It's very enchanting. It has all kinds of food outlets there. And it gives me some peace for a while because I was driving and I was tired. But I have to remember that this is not my final destination. My final destination is New York. I need to get going. But once those people who have that in mind, the final destination is bliss, they continue. And I make sure that what they are not achieved, they will achieve that by their pursuit. And what they achieved, they preserve it. So they do not get lost and go back again. It's very tricky to come out of the rest areas. If you're not careful, you can be back to the other direction and will start traveling to Richmond again. So Bhagavan said, I make sure that you are quite aware which exit to take after you are rested well, so that you are on the path of New York again. And then he says that, those who are trying to achieve smaller goals in life. I want to achieve X number of dollars in my bank account for 401k or whatever that is. Bhagavan said they also eventually are going toward the same goal which is ultimate bliss. They are also going toward the same goal except in a, not in a very, very efficient manner. They are going one step at a time, achieving one goal at a time, towards the final goal of having some peace. And then Bhagavan said, Ahamhi sarva yagnanam bhuktacha prabhu evacha. That's because everything that you do ultimately comes back to me alone. Any effort which you put in this Prakriti. This Prakriti is one continuous entity made up of Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Any action you perform in this Prakriti affects the entire Prakriti. And it eventually reaches the master of the Prakriti, one who has created the Prakriti, one who is the source of the Prakriti. So every action, every effort that I put in this world is ultimately reaching to the source of this Prakriti. 
अहम ही सर्वयज्ञानाम भोक्ता च प्रभु एव च बिकॉज आई एम द एन्जॉयर ऑफ ऑल एक्शंस एवरी पर्सन इन माय स्टाफ व्हाट एवर दे डू वेदर आई एम अवेयर ऑफ और नॉट द रिजल्ट्स ऑफ देयर एक्शंस अल्टीमेटली कम्स टू हुएवर इज द इंचार्ज द ओनर ऑफ दैट कंपनी देयर गुड एक्शंस आल्सो कम टू दैट पर्सन देयर बैड एक्शंस आल्सो कम टू दैट द मिस्टेक्स दे मेक that person is liable who is at the top and the profits they make he enjoys the profits as well so bhagwan said i am that who is at the top of this pyramid where everything reaches finally so whatever field you put your action eventually that action the re- result of that action comes to me having not knowing that na tu mam abhi jananti not knowing that i am the one who is pervading through all activities tatvena chavantite not knowing in essence how this actions work in this world that every activity which i perform and the everyone else in this prakriti perform is eventually coming to me chavantite they fall down they fall back to their ignorance about how things work because i do not know what my ultimate goal is i never get to that goal because i never had that goal of achieving that ultimate bliss i keep putting efforts but i'm not going anywhere so bhagwan said how this works is something you experience in your day to day life anyway wherever you put your efforts you get results from that field only if you work in the field of arts you get achievements in art and if you put actions in field of sports you get achievement in sports yanti devavrata devan pitrum nyanti pitruvrataha bhutani yanti bhutejya yanti madhya jino apima simple equation wherever you put effort that what you will get obviously in olden days the commentators have written that after the person dies those who are worshiping devas go to deva devas are the deities it's like there is central government and there are the departments of the government the heads of department of the government those devas are in charge of various activities in this prakriti whichever activity you focus on you reach that that department the head of the department you are enrolled into his department pitrnyanti pitruvrataha and those who worship ancestors they go to the world of ancestors so there were certain beliefs and certain things described in the puranas there were seven worlds up above and seven worlds below the total 14 worlds 14 states of existence one of them is ancestors where those who have done good actions they go to the pitrulok stay there for a while enjoy the bliss and come back again to the mortal world so up to the brahmas world as we have seen all worlds are returnable and <laughs> say so you have to return back no matter how high you achieve you are swarga loka you still have to come back it's only when you go to the brahma loka then there is the liberation from there satya loka so from our point of view the devas ever are the deities of our senses whichever sense i i pursue i'll get the achievement in that sense perception that sense pleasures 
whatever the sense pleasure which I pursue, I'll get that sense pleasure. And more I focus on that, I may become so good that I can achieve that ultimate sense pleasure in that field. So the most successful artists and uh, performers, you can say they fall in this category. They pursued the devata, they achieved the state of being close to the devata. Pitru, in our case, we can say those who pursue the values which our ancestors lived, they achieve the state of that value and the culture. Bhutani and the Bhuteja, but those who pursue the beings, you know, the worldly pleasures. You know. So they remain involved in the world of beings. So I mean, you explain differently that the devas are the ones who are the, the people who are pursuing sense pleasures, Pitrus are who are pursuing the culture, and Bhutani Yanti is the secular scientists. They are, they are going after the visible world and try to understand this visible world, what it is, this manifest world, what it is. He said they pursue that and achieve success in that. Or the world of being, whichever you look at it, but they are focused on to something which is perceptible, something which I can touch and feel and say this is real. This is my sense of reality. Now we know from quantum physics, reality is nothing but the pure energy field. All the various fields, the quantum field is the reality. Everything is nothing but just an eruption in that field. Madhya jino apimam. But one who pursues me, one who worships me, he achieves me. All that is happening is available to me because I am conscious. Therefore, the consciousness is fundamental. And therefore, my consciousness can give me that ultimate happiness. And Bhagavan said, when you pursue that, will achieve understanding of that ultimate reality, the fundamental reality, what that is that makes me who I am. Patram puspam phalam toyam yome bhakta prayachati tad aham bhakti aphrutam asnami prayatat manaha. This seems like a direct commentary on the ritualistic practices in Vedic period. Because those rituals were so elaborate. In Vedas, the rituals are laid out so elaborately that how to arrange the bricks for the Yagnakunda was a science. And in fact, algebra and all the mathematics or trigonometry was invented because of the, or is the byproduct of arranging those bricks in a particular manner. In uh, Katha Upanishad, when Nachiket asked Yama how to perform Yagna with guarantees for Galore, but then he explains how to arrange those bricks. The arrangement of bricks was so important that without that the Yagna was not possible. Yagna is not complete. So it became so elaborate for a common man to even think about doing anything to achieve God was impossible. I don't have means, I'm not capable. And I'm not deserving candidate to achieve Bhagwan. So they give up right there. So Bhagwan dispel that myth and saying, you can offer me whatever you have. You don't have to perform elaborate yagnas, no homas. No, you don't have to invite all these pandits and give them dakshinas. You do whatever you can. Whatever is available to you. These things are easily available. Patram, puspam, phalam, toyam. Leaf a flower, fruit, or water. At a minimum, the water is available to you. Just offer water. In your Vedic rituals, you offer achmanyam. 
तदहम भक्त अपरुतम असनामी प्रयतात्मन वन हु इज अ प्योर हार्टेड एंड गिव्स विद डिवोशन आई एक्सेप्ट दैट सो द टू कंडीशंस आर लेड आउट नथिंग इज इम्पोर्टेंट व्हाट यू ऑफर बट यू हैव टू बी प्योर हार्टेड यू आर ऑफरिंग आउट ऑफ लव एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग दैट ही इज द ऑल ही इज द फाइनल रियालिटी विद दैट लव एंड डिवोशन वॉट यू ऑफर Bhagwan said is good enough for me. So the worship becomes extremely available to all. Everyone in the society can afford it. So Bhagwan changed the paradigm here for all in that society. There's the Veda, the knowledge of Veda is not necessary. Pandits are not necessary. Rituals are not necessary. If you can perform and you feel good about it, well and good. But to achieve me, to come to me, all you need is your pure heart and your real desire to achieve me. Then offer as a token whatever is available to you. It's like I'm reserving my seat by putting a token. I'm giving Bhagwan my intention that I want to achieve this final bliss. यत करोसि यदस्नासि यज्जिहोसि ददासि यत यत तपस्यसि कौन्तेय तत्कुरुषु मदर्पणम ही टॉक्ड अबाउट दोस पीपल हु कांस्टेंटली थिंकिंग अबाउट मी दे आर कांस्टेंटली इन डिवोशन टू मी दे आर नॉट थिंकिंग अबाउट एनीथिंग एल्स व्हिच कैन क्रिएट लॉट ऑफ कंफ्यूजन इन योर माइंड आई कैन नॉट बी कांस्टेंटली आई एम अ संसारी आई हैव टू रन माय प्रैक्टिस आई हैव टू हैव माय प्रोफेशन आई कैन नॉट डू दैट the narsi mehta could do it and, and see the result all problems with his family life bhagwan said whatever you are doing continue doing except now change your attitude that you are not doing it for yourself you are not the agent of change in this world you will not be able to guarantee you secure anything for anyone in this world what we think is that i'm doing this for myself protecting my retirement and the future of my family is a none of that because you're not capable of doing so but what you're capable of doing is continue doing what you're doing and constantly remember that I'm capable of doing because I'm alive I'm conscious consciousness is something I did not buy borrow or stole from anywhere else it's always with me that consciousness is enabling me to do everything that I do therefore give credit to the one who is functioning through as your consciousness yat karosi whatever you do yat dasnasi even whatever you eat yat jhosu whatever you offer to this world is your contribution in this yagna this great yagna is going on in this prakriti of this continuous activity and you are taking part in it so you are offering your part in this yagna dadasi yat whatever you think you are giving away yat tapasya se kamteya any austerities any disciplines you are practicing in your life tat krusu madarpanam all that you do that offer that to me give credit to me the consciousness me the fundamental reality me the final existence that you are but that's all is required from you everything else is my responsibility yoga kshemam vahami aham we'll stop right here If you find this podcast helpful please support it by donating any amount by going to the episodes website at neilbutt.podbean.com
or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om